Corporate sponsorship of the Recon Havoc podcast is provided by Game Day Men's Health in Madison. Men, let's face it. We know you hate going to the doctor, but Game Day Men's Health in Madison isn't your average doctor. They get you in and out quickly with their simple, yet uniquely customized three-step process. Game Day Men's Health offers testosterone replacement therapy, ED, weight loss treatments, HGH peptides, vitamin wellness, and other top-of-the-line services specifically designed to help you be the best husband, father, professional, and man you can be. Your initial consultation and testosterone level test is free. Game Day Men's Health. Visit them online at gamedaymenshealth.com forward slash Huntsville and book an appointment or go by their office at 9238 Madison Boulevard, Suite 1300B in Madison. Game Day Men's Health. Call 256-850-1570. 256-850-1570. When you need to be your best, it's Game Day Men's Health. Recon Havoc. Recon Havoc. News, interviews, and more. We just reek of Huntsville Havoc Hockey. We're winding down October. The Havoc's first home game is this Friday, and tickets are in short supply. I'm Tim Lambert, and this week's episode strays a little from the norm as we bring you a crossover from Applebee's Tailgate Talk, where we had a conversation with former Huntsville defenseman Phil Tesserero, who is now the head coach at Alabama. We'll get you caught up on the Havoc's progress so far this season and pass along some other pertinent info as the Recon Havoc podcast continues. Recon Havoc Podcast. One of the worst feelings you can have is that of being stranded. Well, BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair makes that a thing of the past with 24-7 towing services and roadside assistance in the northern Alabama and southern Tennessee areas. But that's not all. They also offer truck and trailer repair, mobile welding, brake service and repair, new and used tires, and other major and minor repairs. Their name says it all, BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. For 24-7 response, call 497-8234. That's 497-8234. BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. Got something to say? Put it on a t-shirt, or hoodie, or apron, or even an iPhone case. Just go to DaddyO'sCustomTees.com and make it happen. Look through their selection of ready-made designs, or make one of your own. Check out their special hockey designs, too. With Daddy-O's Custom Tees, you can truly have it your way. Look for Daddy-O's Custom Tees on Facebook, follow them on Twitter or Instagram, or go online to DaddyO'sCustomTees.com. That's D-A-D-D-Y-O-S Custom T-E-E-S dot com. Daddy-O's Custom Tees, they've got your back or front. Athens Utilities comprises Athens Electric, Athens Gas, and Athens Water Services. Together, we are committed to providing reliable and affordable electricity, natural gas, and water and wastewater services. We operate as part of the city of Athens, and just like our city's motto of Athens is classic, southern, character, we believe in supporting what makes our community special. Call 233-8750, come by our office at 508 South Jefferson Street, or look for the link online at AthensAL.us. Let's go In the Slot. This week's In the Slot segment is a departure of sorts, kind of a crossover episode. Some of you know, if you listen to my early Meet the Reeker episode, that one of my other efforts is as producer extraordinaire and sometimes co-host on Applebee's Tailgate Talk, 
heard every Saturday morning on WKAC Radio in Athens. A couple of weeks ago, Todd Tomerlin, Tom McClung, and I had a fun and very windy conversation with former Havoc defenseman Phil Tesserero, who is now head coach of the Alabama Frozen Tide. Coming out of the gate, man, uh, against uh, Central Oklahoma, you were probably wondering what <laughs> what kind of team you might have, or was Central Oklahoma just that good? Uh, Central Oklahoma, you know, they are, uh, you know, ranked number five in the nation. Oh, well, there we go. They, uh, they've been uh, going to the tournament every year, and they're in the Final Four. They okay. are a heck of a hockey team. And um, when you have, uh, you know, nine true freshmen, not out of juniors, oh, it's wow. a wake-up a call. Uh, you know, it's an experience yep. right there. Yeah. Well, I think y'all got outscored something like 2-24 to 24 in the two games y'all played, so that was definitely a wake-up call. Wow. Yeah. We scored two? I thought we only scored one. <laughs> I, I, I think y'all had – yeah, I, that's what I think I looked up. But either way, it was ugly. But the last two nights, man, that's awesome. Yeah. First of all, so, when, when are we going to get some ice there on campus? You know, maybe can, uh, can't you, you know, convince them to put ice in Foster? Man, that'd be awesome. Too. I mean, <laughs> well, there's that. I mean, there's a couple different places that you can put it. I know they just did the renovation of the basketball facility. Um, you know, that would have been a perfect opportunity to maybe put some compressors in where you can just put the court on yeah. top. Hey, like yeah. we do up we here in Huntsville. There. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's uh, it's trending in the right direction. We have a build a rink on campus foundation going on. Um, okay. There's a lot cool. of support around it. And, uh, you know, hopefully it happens in a few years. I know George is building a rink on campus. Okay. And, you know, if you got other SEC, SEC teams doing it, I don't want to be the last one doing it. Right. Well, yes. And, and there's no reason why the University of Alabama should be the last one to do it. It's not like we don't have a couple of dollars laying around. I put, mean, there's a couple you know, when you make a bowl game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, so. But I know Auburn's also in the process of possibly building a rink on campus. So, I mean, there, there's options there. Um, we just got to find the right people to, uh, you know, kind of make the, get the ball rolling pretty much. Yeah. So explain to the folks, including myself, the, you, know, you know, so obviously Alabama's a D1 school, but you're in the American Collegiate Hockey Association, which is it governed by the NCAA? I mean, how does that work? So it's not governed by the NCAA. This is considered so. a club, club hockey. But I thought yeah. it was club. So. Yeah, this is, this is club hockey, but it's the highest level of club hockey right. that you can play in the country. So, with that so, said, are y'all do y'all have any scholarships available, whether they're even partial or not, to give to any of these kids? Uh, no, not for myself. No I mean, no. uh, you know, one of the biggest things I focus on for the kids is, you know, the price of tuition is, you know, pretty high for Alabama. It's a prestigious school. Um, you know, if you go to class, get good grades, you know, get on the dean's list. Maybe we get some scholarship money that way for yourself. Okay. You know, I kind of pride myself on uh, these kids are here for school as well as hockey. Um, and, you know, there is a life after hockey for a lot of these guys, right? Not a lot of them are going to go play pro hockey or anything like that. Right. It's more, you know, I got a lot of engineers. Uh, I had criminal justice. I have kinesiology. And, you know, I try to help them focus on, uh, you know, their craft. Yeah. So when they're uh, said and done here, enjoying their four to five years at Alabama, they're set up for the world and the yeah. future. Well, and good for you for being able to do that and help them with that because obviously, you know, with any athlete, you're there to get an education. But, you know, how cool yeah. would it be able to say that, you you know, you graduated from the University of Alabama, you played three or four years of hockey at that level. You know, not everybody can play at that level. I mean, you know. No, exactly. People say it's club, but it's not like it's, you know, some guys just getting on some back ice in their pond <laughs> and just going out there right, and hit yeah. with a stick. This is high-level hockey, but, you know. No, it's, like, it's the highest level we can find, especially here in the state of Alabama, right? It's not the most 
you know, well-known sport around here, but it's slowly growing, especially in the South with the National Predators, the Tampa Bay Lightning doing well. We're getting more kids coming through the program. More kids are more interested in hockey, especially at the Helm Civic Complex. It's, uh, you know, the teams in the South, when they do well, we seem to get more traction with hockey. Yeah. and never know what the future holds. So so you play games in Pelham, Birmingham. How often are y'all able to practice during the season? I mean, do y'all go there every day and practice? I mean, that's, you know, was what, an hour plus drive, I guess, around the hour? Yeah, it's about 45 minutes. I try and give it on the light side, depending on traffic. Um, We practice Tuesdays and Thursday nights. You know, obviously, they're able to go to class. We practice 9.15 at night. 9.15 to about 10.30, 11 o'clock. Okay. And these kids, you know, I know I'm asking a lot of them to come down late at night, things like that. But uh, they come to practice every day, and we're, and we're there to work. You know, there's no time off. We only have 90 minutes on the ice, give or take, and we can't waste a minute of it. I'm sure, so, I'm sure. you know, when we do drills, water, you know, as I'm explaining a drill on the board, they're bringing the water over there. They're getting hydrated. We're getting right to the next drill. Yeah. Well, I mean, hockey players are just – y'all are a different breed of athlete. I mean, you played, and you played at a very high level. And, I mean, I always admired you, like, you know, back in your SPHL days. It wasn't like yeah. y'all were making, you know, millions of dollars. <laughs> you were not. No. And But you no. love the game so much, you're willing to put your body through all of that, you know. And, and with you being, I won't say an enforcer, but you like to mix it up a little bit. <laughs> you probably play, yeah. probably play banged up quite a bit from night to night. But you love the game. And, and hockey, like I say, they're, just, they're a lot like wrestlers. I don't know. Y'all are just different breeds of athletes, the way you you think and, and the love for the game just takes over all the other stuff. It's just amazing to me. I don't know. Well, I mean, when you play something your whole life, like I, I was playing for probably 15, 20 years, and then, you know, you get the opportunity to do it and make a little bit of money on the side. You know, the money didn't matter to me. Yeah. It was the fact that I was able to do what I did as a child and excel at my craft, best way I could put it, become obsessed with it to give me an opportunity to play at a higher level. Well, and you did that. Um, Tim had mentioned in the, um, before the show started that you actually spent a little bit of time here with us at the Huntsville Havoc. Um, yeah. Obviously, um, I think it was only like 17 games from what I believe. I yeah, I got traded there. Okay, I wondered if it was a trade. Yeah. I didn't know how um, – and you were in Pensacola with the Ice Flyers at the time. Yeah. So they probably kind of sucked, I guess, <laughs> leaving that weather to come up here. I mean, obviously, we don't have terrible weather, but it's not Pensacola weather. <laughs> no. I mean, um, you know, I love Pensacola. Pensacola is my home. I met my oh, wife there. Okay. Um, couldn't ask for anything. I mean, I'm from Colorado, but, right. you know, meeting my wife there, I consider that my second home. Um, it was tough. I mean, I was in uh, Pensacola for a year straight, probably a year and a half before I got traded to Huntsville. Yeah. And plus, and, y'all were having uh, a good season at the time, were you not? Yeah, we were doing pretty well. They yeah. ended up winning the championship that year. That's what I thought. So, then you uh, come to Huntsville, and yeah. we were not having a good season. <laughs> we uh, we <laughs> lost to them. We lost in the first round of playoffs oh, when I was in Huntsville. So when I couldn't even play, I got a concussion. I got a concussion last game of the year against Fayetteville. Oh, so you didn't play well. playoff games. So you didn't even get to get back so, on the ice to replay any uh, to repay any of the guys that might have lit you up in practice. Well, I would have <laughs> loved to be on the ice in I'm that sure. game. That's for sure. <laughs> you know, I mean. You're a family when you're on a team, but you know you remember some things that happen. <laughs> so I would have loved to uh, would have loved to be there for that. Oh, but uh, no, I mean it is what it is. I came to Huntsville off of a trade, literally drove in, stayed the night, and I was on a bus to Louisiana to play the Ice Gators the next night, wow. and uh, that was my wow. first time being traded. Um, you know, it's it's part of the business. You know, it's it's not just for fun at that point. It's a life, yeah. and you got to do what you have to to uh, make it work. Still got to make uh, you feel yeah, funny though, right? Like. Like, like, man, what was I yeah. doing wrong? And obviously, you probably weren't. They just, you know, needed to make a move. But 
But no, and I mean, me and the coach that traded me are still good friends. Like, we oh, talk okay. to this day. And, um, you know, there, there's no bad blood between us. That's part of the business. Uh, obviously, he made the trade to bring somebody in that helped them win a championship. Okay. Can I be mad about that? Can I fault yeah. him? No. I well, mean, it, um, you're looking how to benefit your team as best you can with the salary cap and everything. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, I was one of the players that had to be moved. Yeah. Well, getting back to Alabama hockey, you got—I mean, you've got like Illinois, you've got Oklahoma, um, some smaller schools on the schedule. Is you know, y'all probably aren't traveling first class, I'm guessing. Um, how do you, you know? Say when you do have to go to those places, is it is it bus? Are y'all able to fly? It's bus. Oh, geez. Uh, I mean, we're gonna fly to Chicago okay. for the showcase. Um, you know, for that, that's right before Thanksgiving, and I know the kids have a little bit of a break, so. Um, we're going to fly to Chicago, play the three games up there against uh, Illinois State, Northern Illinois, and Rhode Island. Okay. And uh, we're right in Midway. It's a lot easier for these guys to get home. Not not a lot of them are from Alabama area. Right. You know, I got guys from Pennsylvania, Boston. I got California. Uh, so instead of flying out of Birmingham, it's a lot easier for them in Midway to branch out and get home for that, uh, you know, five or six days to spend time with their family. Yeah. Well, how do you, with, with, with no scholarship to offer, how are you convincing some of these kids that do live, you know, several miles away? To, you know, like, how do you sell them on Maine University of Alabama hockey is where you need to be? That's got to be a tough sale. Probably the girls. It's, uh, oh, you know, hell. I compete with a lot of a lot of the smaller schools like Ohio University, Adrian, Minot, uh, Liberty University over in Virginia. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, that degree, you know, from Alabama, I know the money that goes into it, but it's going to pay it forward when you're done. Yeah. You know, it uh, it carries a lot of weight. That curse of A, when you go into a job interview, everyone knows it's a prestigious yeah. university, like I said, and it's going to help you in the future of what you're trying to do with your life. Yeah, that's true, without a doubt, without a doubt. So tell me this, Coach. I mean, is the Alabama-Auburn forward slash frozen Iron Bowl rivalry as big in the hockey as it is, say, on the gridiron? You know, I um, our, our AAU team played them this year. Yes. We didn't get to play them. Normally okay. when I play them, um, you know, we have uh, half the rink full. You know, we do a really good promotion night, get everybody there, and uh, it's it's intense out there. You know, a lot of people come to see that SEC rivalry, especially the Auburn game. Um, but this year we're not playing them. I wish we were because I just know the crowd, the energy that it brings in. It's fantastic. But, you know, it's not as big as the football game when it comes to attendance, but the same fire and passion goes into football, goes into hockey, goes into baseball. It doesn't matter what sport it is. It's a rivalry game. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I mean, best recollection, I, y'all don't have any ACC teams on the schedule this year. Or am I, did I miss somebody? No. So um, most of the ACHA is not in the South. Okay. Right? So, I mean, our closest trip our closest trip is Oklahoma. Jeez. Wow. So, I mean, our, our AAU team and our CHF Division Three team, they'll play Georgia. They'll play Ole Miss. Uh, they'll play um, South Carolina, uh, things like that. So, I mean, they, they have a little bit of a closer travel schedule. I believe our D1 AAU team is up in Huntsville right now playing UAH's team. Yeah, okay. They played and them well, last night. Yeah. So. yeah, And that's what I was going to ask you about also, you know, with UAH just being up the road. Have y'all ever had conversations with them about a possible series? I mean, um, for our Division One AAU team or D3 team, it's great. 
Um, actually, one of my players that uh, couldn't find a job is playing at UAH. He's oh. back playing again. Okay. So yeah. he, uh, I don't know how the game went last night. I know it was tied 2-2 going into the third. I think so. UAH won. <laughs> I think it was a close one. That t- uh, Coach, you're, yeah. you're talking different divisions there in the college. Yeah, I was going to ask. Three, yeah. There's three, I think. Three divisions in the we college. Three okay. teams. Explain we that for three us. Teams. Okay. So, yeah, so obviously, you know, when I first took over the job, you know, there was Kyle Richards coaching the ACHA team. We had an ACHA Division Three team. We had over 80 kids at tryouts. And you're only, wow. you know, you can take as many kids as you'd like. But, you know, for me, for practice six, I don't need 40, 50 guys on yeah, the ice. Right. I, like, I like to take 27, 28 max, so I'm only sitting a couple guys a night. Um, same with the, uh, you know, the Division One team at the time. Well, the next year we had 110 kids come to tryouts. Wow. So these kids are coming from all walks of life, and it's like, you know, we need to give these kids an opportunity rather than playing on men's league hockey at Pelham. Why yeah. don't we try and, you know, expand our hockey? So we ended up doing that, and, um, you know, we have our ACHA Division One team, so it's the top uh, club hockey. You have our D- Division One AAU. It's a brand-new league coming in, and then we have our College Hockey Federation, CHF Division Three team, and there's possibility of a women's team joining oh, as well. Oh, wow. Cool. Now, okay. now, 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 on all these levels, do these kids have to take at least a minimum amount of hours at the university, or, or, do, they, or do you have to be a student to play in any and all of these leagues? Or all, you have to be a student. Years? You have to take uh, 12 credits. 12 credits. Okay, there we go. Okay. So 12, qu- 12 credits. I don't know about the other divisions, but for myself, you know, I do grade checks, a GPA check to make sure we're all passing classes. Okay. Um, for the league, it's 2.3. Uh, I asked for 2.5, 2.7 at least in order to play. Because like I said earlier, you know, we're here for school. We're yeah. here to play hockey as well. It's a good thing that we're here to do that. But uh, there's a lot of money going into your tuition, investing in your future. we got to make sure we pass our classes. So you get these 120 kids in. They audition. They're, they're trying out. Uh, so the best, the best uh, 25 or so you get, the next level goes down, and that's on that team. Is that how that works? And uh, to an extent. I mean, it just depends on what works with their schedule. There's a lot of guys that are here for school. Like I know uh, one kid on my team is a dual major. And he has mm. trouble making Tuesday practices, and he's a senior. Wow. Yeah. You know, he's got his lectures, and he's a senior. It is what it is. I can't really work with his schedule. I have to work with his schedule. Yeah. All right. Because he can't miss those classes. But, you know, he'll show up for practice. We're on the ice at 9.15. He'll be there at 8.45, 9 o'clock. Can I fault the kid because he's trying to, you know, better his life? No. He, gets to, he comes to the rink, he goes to work, and he goes home and does the same thing on Thursdays. We'll be back with more of the Recon Havoc podcast. Time now for the Huntsville Havoc Pick of the Pack, a weekly player spotlight from head coach Stuart Steffen. Dominic Procopio, number two, plays left defense for us. He's uh, kind of become like an integral part of our organization here over the last couple of years. Going into his third year pro, came in as a rookie and really just established himself as a really just pro all around, like on and off the ice. You know, he works hard every single day in practice, works hard in the gym every day. He's like one of the first guys here, last guy's gone. So, you know, it was an easy call, you know, making him captain this year just because of all the leadership qualities he does have. So on the ice, too, he's just a, he's a really solid defensive defenseman, just a guy we can rely on late in games for, you know, we've got a one goal lead. Like we'll put him out there for the last, you know, two, three minutes of the game and have him just kind of shut it down and play really good defensive hockey for us. So, and he's a guy that's like hard in front of the net on the other team's forward. So, definitely a big part of it. And then first weekend of the year, 
again, they kind of took a little jab at our goalie and, you know, he was one of the first guys in there. Ended up getting in a fight there too. Again, he's always, you know, willing to stick up for his teammates too. So definitely a leader on the team this year. The Recon Havoc podcast will be right back. Men, let's face it, we know you hate going to the doctor, but Game Day Men's Health and Medicine isn't your average doctor. They get you in and out quickly with their simple, yet uniquely customized three-step process. Game Day Men's Health offers low-T, ED, and weight loss treatment, along with HGH, hormone pellet, and testosterone replacement therapy among their services specifically designed to help you be the best husband, father, professional, and man that you can be without synthetic hormones. And your initial consultation and testosterone level test is free. Game Day Men's Health. Visit them online at gamedaymenshealth.com forward slash Huntsville and book an appointment or go by their office at 9238 Madison Boulevard, Suite 1300B in Madison. Game Day Men's Health. Call 256-850-1570. 256-850-1570. When you need to be your best, it's Game Day Men's Health. Want to howl with the havoc this season? Now's your chance from Applebee's Tailgate Talk and the Reekin' Havoc podcast. Just go to wreakinhavoc.com and click on Howl with the Havoc to register and listen to Tailgate Talk on Saturday mornings as we announce the winners of Huntsville Havoc tickets. Howl with the Havoc this season from the Huntsville Havoc, Tailgate Talk, and the Reekin' Havoc podcast. This is Glenny Tulio, and you're listening to the Reekin' Havoc podcast. In general, not having scholarship kids and, and it being traded, you know, like the Division One, you know, sport, man, y'all just yep. got a lot of obstacles in the way. There's a, there's always a hurdle, and you know what? We're always jumping it. And like you said, staff, uh, you know, for myself, it's just me. I'm your uh, yeah, I you had president, one coach, wow. equipment manager, <laughs> assistant coach. Bless you. Uh, wow. I'm all the above. Oh, I mean, uh, wow. when we went to Ole Miss my first year, um, we had a kid dislocate his shoulder, mm. had a kid break his ribs. Wow. Uh, so I'm wrapping a kid's ribs, going over the insurance with the trainer and giving my, you know, in-between period speech to get ready for the next period. Unbelievable. All, all wow. in a matter of 20 minutes. We ended up winning that game, 2-1. Yeah. So. Sweet. Did you know what you were walking into when you said, yes, I want to coach this team? <laughs> I mean, you know, it, <laughs> there's, uh, there's a little bit more than I thought, but at the same time, um, you know, the kids also help out as well. You know, they're very uh, coachable kids. And uh, they're willing to help out when they can. I hear some kids are are, are looking for a place to play. They're somewhere up north, they've all got glasses. I think their last name's Hanson. Brothers. I mean, Hanson <laughs> brothers. Yeah, you're yeah, I, you know, I heard a little bit them. about them. Yeah, you know, if you're familiar they with play, them, they probably would play they pretty play well. They play an old school style of hockey that yeah. I wouldn't mind to bring back. They, old they'd probably hockey. Fit, yeah, they'd probably fit in. I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. They fit down here perfectly. Yeah. They're already missing yeah. wearing glasses. They'd be yeah. great. Um, hey, Y'all don't have uh, tinfoil there in the in uh, the in the training room, do you? Oh man, I can go buy some for uh, sure. It, if we bring a putting on the caliber. foil, man. Oh, man. <laughs> um, I know you didn't spend much time in Huntsville, but did you ever come across uh, John Gibson by chance? I know he wasn't with the Havoc at the time in coaching or any other position, but he might have been around the team or Phil Daigle, uh, either one of those two guys. I mean, uh, I don't know the name off the top of my head, okay. but, uh, you okay. know, when I was there, like Stu Stefan, who's the new yeah. head coach, yeah. Yeah. he yeah. was my D partner. Okay. Um, you know, I played against Ty uh, towards the end of my career when he was on Huntsville, okay. um, the new assistant coach. So, I mean, um, they're doing me. some good up there. I, yeah. I had a great time playing up there. You know, uh, Huntsville is a fantastic town. Um, you know, especially for a guy like me from Boulder, Colorado, coming down south to being able to experience things like that it's uh it's an eye-opening experience and it's uh 
couldn't ask for anything else. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask you what your impression or what what your pre impression was of hockey in the South. Yeah. So when I was playing in Denver, you know, after I finished playing college, um, you know, played two years for the Denver Cutthroats in the Central Hockey League where I'm from. Now that's so a name right there, there brother. Like yeah. Denver Cutthroats. Yeah, yeah buddy. So, yeah, no, I enjoyed my time there. We ended up losing in the finals and the oh. team folded. Oh, wow. And, uh, wow. Yeah. So I needed to find a job. I was either going to go to uh, Kansas City to the Mavericks, but, uh, you know, Pensacola offered me a job. And I didn't know what to expect down here. I had to look up what Pen- where Pensacola was. I didn't even know. Well, they the and, ice you know, pilots I looked in? It up. Uh, they were the ice flyers. Yeah, the ice, ice flyers. Pilots. Okay, so I'm dating. I'm dating myself. Sorry. No, it's all right. Um, Go ahead. But uh, no, I didn't know what the South entailed, so I had to look it up on uh, Google back when I was still using MapQuest to get down here because <laughs> I didn't even have an iPhone at the time. Oh wow! <laughs> I love so, it. but uh, I thought it was going to be fountains, you know. Uh, no, you no know, trees. Yeah, I, I found out differently. That's I Fort Lauderdale. Like <laughs> yeah, we didn't know if it was going to be Dukes of Hazard or anything nah. like that. But, um, <laughs> say it's closer to Dukes oh, of Hazard yeah, than it would be to Fountains. Just a tad. I mean, it's, uh, I didn't have a truck at the time, you know, looking at looking at more <laughs> trucks. But, no, I, uh, the people down here are fantastic. Oh, the, you know, I can't ask yeah. for nicer people. You know, it's, uh, it's not as fast-paced as where I was. But, uh, you know, everyone's nice. You know, I found uh, my faith a little bit more when I moved down here. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't ask for anything more. Narrow minds on the narrow way, brother. Yep, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Listen, before, and then, no, before we leave Pensacola, the, you can't leave Pensacola without talking about the Skeeters. That's what I mean. You need something. I've never bought a tiki torch so fast in my life. <laughs> coming down here. Citronella, brother, is my friend. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, now, but, you, uh, no. You say you, y- y'all practice it at the Pelham Iceplex? Do you, you bump heads yeah. with the Bulls much during the season? Uh, not much. I mean, uh, I'm good friends with Craig Simchuk. I played with him, played against oh, him cool. for years. And, um, you know, I go over there, I bounce ideas, you know, I talk to a lot of the guys, I know a lot of the players, you know, I've offered for their players before their season, obviously game's going on now, but, you know, if you need a little bit extra ice, it only helps my players in the long run. Yeah. You know, they get to learn something new, you know, maybe there's some guys that are interested in coaching, why don't you come on out, put your gear on, you know, grab some guys to the side, start working with them, uh, you know, individually. Yeah. But um, the, only, the only hiccup we have is going to be next week, the home opener, actually. So... The Bulls are going to be playing on the main sheet while I'm on the practice sheet playing uh, University oh. of Illinois. And then we have our Division One AAU team playing after me at 10 o'clock. We have three hockey games from, uh, you know, yeah, 7 to midnight. It's going to be, it's going to be a real busy night. So is there any stands in the, on, the, on the practice ice? Like, is there any there are. I mean, it's, it? it's not as big. It's okay. not as big as the main sheet. But um, to be honest, um, you know, we're going to battle fans with – which I completely understand. It's a team that lost in the finals last year. Yeah. So everyone wants to come watch them play. Yeah. But um, the practice rink, you can have 50 people in there. It's going to look packed, and it's going to be loud. <laughs> It'd be loud. Great. Yeah. 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 They got the real glass on the practice side, not the plexiglass. Sweet. It's uh, extra hard. Talking about it. Yeah, buddy. Wow. So, Old school. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, old, very old yeah, school. I mean, I mean, I've broken a couple panels there to shoot the box. <laughs> well, I'm and, sure. Uh, just pop in know. the right place. That's yeah. Oh, it's wow. uh, I I I love that atmosphere and that smaller rink just for what we need and yeah. maybe you know for our team to maybe get that jump start. Obviously, two wins this weekend is yeah. a step in the right direction. Yeah. But um, well, it, you know, 
ran the rink like that. Yeah, and I'm sure your office is probably three or four doors down from Coach Saban's. You can just go down and talk <laughs> yeah. to him, have him come in and give the team a, a rally, you know, talk, and y'all will be yeah. set, man. I mean, that would be fantastic. <laughs> uh, his son-in-law used to play on the team back in the day. Oh, cool. So he was there. We had alumni weekend uh, this, this past week. So last night where all the alumni were on the ice, and I got to talk to him a little bit. And, uh, you know, he was just more than happy to come and, uh, you know, watch a hockey game. And, you know, we made sure to honor the alum. We're auctioning off a boat that says Roll Tide all over nice. it. So uh, we're doing what we can to help our team. Yeah. Well, that's ironic as heck that Coach Saban's son-in-law is a former hockey player. Because right? if you're going <laughs> to yeah. marry Coach Saban's daughter, you better be tough. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. You better be willing to yeah, he's, he's probably able throw, to take it. Yeah. Better be willing to throw some hands yeah. if necessary. Uh, absolutely. That's so, awesome. But no, they're going to have a heck of a football game today against Arkansas. Um, you know, they're getting back on the right track from what it's looking like, and uh, we're going to follow suit. Yep, there we go, man. Love absolutely. to hear. Oh, and by the way, UAH did win the game last night in overtime, 3-2. Did, okay. did they really? Yeah. Good for them. Good for them. So, I mean, that's always been a battle in the past. Um, you know, it's good to see, uh, you know, a lot of competition rising in the state of Alabama. But, Coach, this is your first time to join the show, and you, this cannot be the last. Tim, I'm, I'm putting this on you, producer extraordinaire. <laughs> well, we, we, this has been an excellent conversation. I, yeah, we've got to yeah. bring you back on here. I'm an Auburn fan. Heck, I, I don't care. I love the I love the camaraderie between – now that's not me. Twenty years ago, twenty years ago, I was a turd. But uh, well, I still am. Well, Todd, Todd still is. I roll tide all the way. <laughs> Fart oh. on them war eagles. Oh. I, I, Tom knows I'm kidding. Yeah, I know he's okay. Well, to make you guys both happy, I believe uh, last weekend our AAU team split the weekend with Auburn. They did. I yeah, saw well, that. They both they both won, and I heard they were very tight competitive games. One goal. So, you know, Auburn won by one goal. Uh, Alabama won by one goal. So that's right. I think it was six five both nights. Six but, five uh, and five four. I think. More. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, very entertaining games. Got to yeah. be. I mean. That's that's what it's all about. I uh, mean, those are the games I enjoy coaching in. Those one goal games, especially last night. You know, uh, giving up a goal with a minute left in the game for them to tie it, and then uh, you know just moving players around. It's a chess match. Yeah, you're trying to beat what they're, what, what they're putting out there. You're playing chess, not checkers. Yeah. And uh, you know, we ended up getting the dub last night. Uh, Michael Kramer, actually from Huntsville, Alabama, oh. ended up scoring the game winner. Nice. nice, and you know, growing up in the South, man, hockey is something that I never, never. No, we didn't have thought, that back then. We didn't have it, you know. Back we had a roller skating right after no. Friday and Saturday night. But yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But, you didn't have hockey. But uh, after you start going to the games, and I and I tell everybody, man, hockey is it's a game you need to go experience in person, man. What y'all can do on the ice is just unbelievable. The hand-eye coordination, and mm-hmm. you're doing it while you're skating backwards and getting poked and prodded and busted, and it's just amazing to me. Uh, you know, I used to say basketball players were the best athletes, but I put hockey right up there with with any of it because, like again, you're doing it on ice, and it's just. I mean, you have guys almost the size of basketball players yes. playing the game of hockey, and, and they're doing it on a piece of steel the size of your pinky straight yes. out. I mean, it's amazing. so it's uh, you know edge work and everything, ankles. These big guys can move now. Yeah, you know, and the it's speed not like of the game, like at, even at y'all's level, thing. the speed is just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, compared to, you know, hockey in the 80s and things like that, the game now, you don't have to be the biggest, baddest guy on the ice. No. So, you know, I took a little bit of a smaller team working on speed and things like that because, you know, the game's always evolving. It's always changing. I'm still a student of the game. I'll always be, even as a coach. Yeah. Now this, but um, No, go ahead, coach. Sorry. Yeah. 
No, it's uh, you're always learning as you go and how the game is now. Um, you know, I, I want smaller, faster guys. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's how you hit the holes a little bit quicker. It's, um, exactly. it, I mean, if you can't it's, catch them, you can't, exciting. you know, yeah. Right. Now, that exactly. reminds you me can't of, hook them like you used to yeah, back in the day. Yeah, that's right. That reminds me of a so. kid that uh, I've, I've heard about coming, coming out of uh, – High school here. His older brother played minor league hockey. Looked a lot like Patrick Swayze. His kid named huh. Dean Youngblood, I believe. <laughs> Looked a lot like Rob Lowe. I yeah. don't know. I mean, yeah. he, they just never could catch him, you know. So, but he had to deal with this oh, guy yeah. named Racky. But, you know, when Racky come out, and he finally got found him. <laughs> Sorry, Coach. Yeah, I love that, hockey yeah, Keanu, movies, yeah, man. Reeves in that. I hear he's a heck of a goaltender too. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> now we have a guy that Tim. Who is he? He was the technical advisor yeah. to these hockey movies. Oh, come on the Jack, show, Jack White. Jack White. Yeah, was, did the Mighty Ducks? Movie. Done Mighty the Mighty Ducks. Ducks as well. So we love we love talking hockey up here. That's fantastic. I mean, for me, my movie that I love to watch is Miracle, just because yeah. they taught oh, hockey players uh, and taught them how to act. Yeah, you I'm know, it, uh, it wasn't the other way around. It yeah. was uh, they they taught hockey players to act, and you could tell they're hockey guys from a mile away. Yeah, you're right. So and he, it's, and uh, he certainly did Kurt his Russell. play, man. Yeah, I mean, he portrayed it to the T. It was awesome. Great movie. Yeah, and so, the pants. I mean, that Callahan with that hit. I mean, I've seen that uh, video thousands of times watching the game live. Or uh, I wasn't replay. alive then, but when yeah. you watch the replay, it's uh, that hit against Russia that changed yeah. the entire momentum of that game, and yes, I will never forget it. Yeah, that's awesome, so. Coach. Let me let me let me let me try to pronounce the last name. Field Tesserero. There it is. All Look right. Yeah, buddy. I appreciate that. I, I actually cheated. I put accents over the <laughs> first S and over the second oh, it's R. All right. Tesserero. Ba- so I, I mean, back I when I was playing, they would say Phil number eleven. <laughs> I wouldn't even pronounce my last name. So there we go. So is this Italian heritage or? Yeah, Italian Irish. Um, I'm the worst. Oh God bless you, son. <laughs> God bless you, man. You've got Italian yeah, and Irish. So, so hell. No wonder you fought on ice York. all the time. <laughs> yeah. what, what am I trying to say? <laughs> Love uh, What's oh gee? What's what is the big Irish dish? Beef. Um, help me, somebody. Yeah, they eat it on St. Patrick's Corn Day. Corned beef and hash. No, corned beef, beef, yeah. You, you got to yeah. put garlic, parsley, and basil in your corned beef and hash. So. I mean, that that and uh, St. Patty's Day, it wasn't about the drinking at that point. It was about some corned beef. I yes, mean, I still I do it to this day. Still is in my house, too. Oh, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm right. a mick. I'm a mick myself. Yeah. So. I don't. I don't need any Jameson. I don't need any Guinness. I just need a nice hearty meal, and I'm good to go. Me some go. corn beef, have it, hash, taters, and carrots. My wife makes it good. Oh man, yeah. and can't ask for much. We're both Scots Irish, so uh, we we get okay. we dig it. So yeah, yeah. Coach, thank you so much. Thank what, you. what a great conversation. Uh, come back to see us, and don't be a stranger. Yeah. No, absolutely. No, uh, pleasure for having me on the show. Um, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, you guys can make it down to an Alabama hockey game. Uh, we can get the word out that we do have hockey in the South and it is growing and it's only getting better as we keep moving forward. Absolutely. That is for sure, buddy. You're doing a great job of getting that out, so thank you. And maybe next time we so, won't be in the wind, so you don't hear all that wind. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> I mean, I'm, yeah. Coach, thank you so much for joining us, bud. We appreciate it. No, absolutely. Uh, take care and roll tight. That was former Huntsville Havoc defenseman and current Alabama head coach Phil Tesserero on the phone with Tom McClung, Todd Tomerlin, and me. Since we just heard a segment from Applebee's Tailgate Talk, make sure you go online to tailgatetalk.net and enter your name for Howl with the Havoc for your chance to win tickets to a home game this season. 
If you love the Huntsville Havoc, leave us a voicemail with your name, how long you've been a fan, and even some of your favorite players. Call 256-434-RKKN. That's 256-434-7556. The Reek and Havoc Podcast. In June of 2005, our twin girls were delivered, Melissa and Catherine, and they were born 14 weeks early. Amy and Chris George talk about the Melissa George Neonatal Memorial Fund. They both weighed less than two pounds. Ann Catherine was 115 and Melissa was 19. Melissa lived for a couple of hours, but all of the medical technology in the world just could not have saved her. And she passed away while she was in the NICU. Chris realized pretty early that God had given us a platform that we could use to try to help people. So Chris and I started the Melissa George Neonatal Memorial Fund at Huntsville Hospital. To know that Melissa's name is living on, we, her legacy continues. And I think that was very important to Amy and I is why you know, the fund is named after her. Because for seven weeks, you know, Melissa fought so that Aunt Catherine had a chance to live. And uh, I think that we wouldn't be doing her name any justice if we didn't carry on because we know we wanted to honor her and honor her legacy and the community Huntsville Havoc, the community in Huntsville itself, they've rallied around that and it's been a wonderful support system for us and I think for a lot of families too when they see total strangers that are are giving. We're online at HuntsvilleHospitalFoundation.org. Click on the Melissa George Neonatal Memorial Fund and you can give that way. There's no donations too small and, and every dollar is just as important as the next one. And if you're giving, then we understand you're giving because you care. And that's what's important is that we've learned over the years that people give because they care. And you can volunteer. If you're interested in that, you can click on the volunteer tab to fill out an application. We are grateful for any type of support because we know that once we pull those dollars together, we can do big things. For more information on the Melissa George Neonatal Memorial Fund, visit HuntsvilleHospitalFoundation.org. Hey, this is Alex Kocheski, and you're listening to the Reekin' Havoc Podcast. Havoc opened their season with a 2-1 to win on the road over Birmingham last Friday to give Stuart Steffen his first victory as head coach. Jamie Bussell jump-started the scoring right out of the gate, assisted by Cole Reginato and Brendan Dowler. The Bulls were held scoreless until halfway through the second period. Huntsville responded with a third-period goal by Robbie Fisher with assists by Alex Kilcheski and Bussell. Goalie Matt Petesian made 43 saves out of Birmingham's 44 shots. The Havoc made a clean sweep of opening weekend on Saturday with another 2-1 victory, this time at Evansville. It was a defensive battle until a third-period goal by the Thunderbolts. Huntsville answered in short order on a Doug Elgstam goal. Jake Fuss got his first professional goal just over a minute later to give the Havoc the final edge. The home opener is Friday night at 7 against Pensacola. The venues swap on Saturday as the Ice Flyers host with puck drop at 7.05. Forward Dylan Stewart has been signed for this season. Stewart's 29 points included 10 goals and 19 assists in his 24 games at Northern Alberta Institute of Technology. He was also named to the ACAC First All-Conference team twice and was part of NAIT's championship team in the 2021-22 season. Prior to that, he played 80 games with the Prince Albert Raiders in the WHL In a corresponding move, forward David Thompson was placed on 14-day injured reserve. Be aware of the VBC's clear bag-only policy for Havoc Games. This includes no clutch purses, fanny packs, and diaper bags. Exceptions to the policy will be made for all medically necessary items after proper inspection. 
Keep in mind, too, that the VBC is a cashless venue. Concession stands or bars will not accept cash, although you can use it at Havoc merchandise stands and at the Chuckapuck table. For more information, plus a list of prohibited items, go to HuntsvilleHavoc.com and under the Fan Zone tab, click Security. Remember, if you're a season ticket holder, doors will open at 5.30 p.m. and remain open until puck drop. You can enter through the doors in the hallway adjacent to the Havoc front office and VBC box office. Party with the Havoc with a birthday package that includes a birthday announcement on the video board, a team-signed birthday card, chuck-a-pucks for the whole party, and one Havoc puck. Go to the Tickets tab at HuntsvilleHavoc.com and click on Birthday Packages for more information. The Reek and Havoc Podcast. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-731-1467. 800-731-1467. 800-731-1467. That's 800-731-1467. Tickets, official Huntsville Havoc merchandise, and more, go to HuntsvilleHavoc.com. Visit our website at ReekinHavoc.com, look for us on Facebook, Instagram, X, and Threads, and listen, follow, and subscribe to the Reekin Havoc podcast on your favorite platform to keep up with the only weekly podcast covering the Huntsville Havoc, the Reekin Havoc podcast.